When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome back to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Today we're breaking down James Karinchak and his 2023 season, looking ahead to 2024 and what the Guardians reliever uh, can expect to do in uh, the next campaign for Cleveland. Uh, bring in Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, uh, Karinczak has been uh, up and down the last couple of seasons. Uh, a guy who, you know, a few years ago was looking like the future of the back end of this bullpen. Now, uh, nothing but question marks surrounding uh, him in, in terms of uh, his performance and his ability to stick with the major league club uh, after after spending the portions of uh, of the last two seasons uh, trying to figure things out down in AAA. Yeah, Joe, it's, it's uh, you know he's a guy that you know his stuff is good, uh, but he's still trying to kind of get it under control, and he's still you know I don't think he has, he's got a guaranteed spot on this team. That's that's the interesting part. Uh, you know, like you said, he's he was up and down three or four times last season. Um, you know, kind of lost a little bit of velo on his fastball. Um, and, you know, so so he's, I think he's still searching, you know, searching to get more consistency and to kind of establish a place in the bullpen. Let's, uh, you know, the elephant in the room with, with Karinczak is the uh, when the new rules came in and uh, the pitch timer came in and obviously now we're in our, uh, we, we completed what the, the you know, the, the the second season of this and uh just where uh do you see his his career trajectory ever since this uh these these rule changes came in and and how they affected him yeah joe i think they affected him early you know we saw it on uh opening day against seattle you know when uh he he gave up the uh, game winning home run and they were counting counting the do- counting the uh, pitch clock down on him at uh you know at in in Seattle in the home op- in the season opener so but after that I thought he adjusted now you know obviously he's got a lot of idiosyncrasies on the mound he flips the ball he you know he tugs at his hair he's he's you know he's always kind of fidgeting around and he he really has to rein that in on, uh, and we saw it a couple times on the pickoffs, you know, the you, you kind of overextended on or you a couple of balk calls, you know, the pickoff calls. 
Um, so I think it did rattle him a little bit, but I thought for the, for the most part, given what he was working with, I thought he did a pretty good job with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's tough to, to change what you've been doing for, for so long. And, and that was sort of the knock on, on him, uh, even early on in his, his big league career was, you know, they, they got him up to, uh, uh the big leagues and they said, well, he's still having, He's still not, you know, perfected the whole, you know, controlling the running game and, and holding runners and, and varying his moves that way and, and, and what he needs to do to, uh, you know, the, the little things in terms of that. But those little things can turn out to be big things if you, you let them. And, you know, this past season, uh, it was it, it walks and not being able to control the bottom of the strike zone. And, you know, we'd put guys on and then all of a sudden he'd give up big home runs. You go back to that uh, that series in Seattle. He he was he was giving up uh, you know late home runs that put the the Mariners uh, in in front, and it's one of the reasons why he didn't stick with the team uh, uh, throughout the entire season. Yeah, he gave up six home runs. You know, he uh, two years ago he gave up nine. Uh, so the long ball is kind of a problem, you know, a little bit of a problem. You know, he, I think, you know, it comes down to, you know, he, he's a two pitch pitcher, Joe. He throws a fastball and a curveball. And if the, uh, you know, if he gets into a bad count, um, you know, the hitter is, and the hitter is guessing right, he's going to give up, you know, he's going to give up a long ball. So, you know, that hurts him. Um, you know, I, we saw him, uh, when you were talking about the walks, uh, last year, I mean, to, you know, in 2022, he was averaging 4.8 walks per nine innings. This this past season went up to 6.5 per nine innings. And you know, for a guy that's working, you know, one inning, he can't afford to put guys on base. He's got to, you know, he's he has to control the strike zone. The the strikeout numbers when he first came, uh, you know, made the transition from uh, from the minor leagues uh, up to the big leagues was uh, was his calling card. I mean, he could he could get you a strikeout in a situation. Uh, and if you needed one, that's why Tito liked to use him, uh, in extra inning games when you started with the ghost runner on uh second base, because if he comes in and strikes out the first guy, you know, you're, you're, you're set up to try and, uh, you know, get out of a game, uh, if you, if you've got a lead or, or whatever, uh, it, it, it what's a, what, what's a role that he now fits if he's not a setup guy in the eighth inning or a you know a, a leverage guy late in the ball game, uh, are we going to start to see him earlier in games uh, if he's a, a part of this team in 2024? You know that's a good question, Joe. I, I just I don't know. You know I, I know uh, you know he he still has the ability to strike people out to to get them to swing and miss. Uh, you know his hard hit percentage you know went down from uh, 2022 to 2023 from 40.8% uh, to 38.6%. So, you know, he, he still has that ability uh, to, you know, to, uh, to, to make people swing and miss, but, you know, his, his K percentage, you know, uh, you know, went, went, went in the wrong direction uh, uh, last season. He went from 388 percent in 2022 to 30.4 percent in in 2023 and that's his bread and butter he's got to strike people out to be successful yeah i love when we're looking at the uh at the same columns and numbers at the same time hoinsy because i go one over to to the next number they're uh 16.4 percent the the walk rate uh you know that shot up from uh really 
you know, it, it was it was okay the the, uh, the the previous two seasons in the in the 13 range, but uh, that 16.4 percent uh, that that's you know uh, tough to handle if you're especially in, if you're being put in in high leverage situations late in games like uh, like they had expected him to be the guy to to, to set up Emmanuel Class A in that in that role. So uh, I, I guess uh, you know my question is how is he going to adjust to uh, and and how are uh, the new regime and, and Stephen Vote and uh, you know uh, Craig Alburn as the the bench coach and how uh, how will maybe Karen Check and how can Karen Check fit in uh, with a new uh, coaching staff and and new leadership there in the dugout? Yeah, you know well you've got Carl Willis back. You know, so he knows Karen Check. He's worked a lot with Karen Check. So, you know, I think he would, you know, I'm not sure. I, I would imagine he'd give him a favorable uh, review. The thing the thing with Karen Check, Joe, and it seems like with a lot of uh, the Cleveland relievers, they don't give up a lot of hits. You know, mm-hmm. uh, since since 2019, the, uh, the you know, the opposition has hit 171 against Karinchek. So, you know, putting the ball in play against him isn't the problem. You know, he, but, you know, his, you know, his, his worst, he, he is almost his own worst enemy is his control, you know, right. putting too many people on base. And then when you do give up a hit, it hurts. So, you know, th- this guy, you know, you can't hit, you know, he, people have a hard time squaring him up. But you know he has to he has to be able to throw quality strikes and, and control the strike zone and like you said control the running game as well. And and some of the other things that might contribute to to some of that is uh, again it's still maturity issues it's still uh, you know between the ears sort of stuff and and he can be rattled I mean uh, Minnesota proved uh, two years ago that he could be rattled uh, by sending the umpire out there to to, to stroke his hair and, and check for. Uh, for sticky substances. And, you know, that, that sort of also leads into a point about, uh, you know, he hasn't been the same pitcher since major league baseball cracked down on, uh, the, the sticky substances and the use of, uh, you know, whatever you, uh, you've got on, on your glove. And there's, you know, he was never what suspended or fined or anything like that, but I'm sure he was talked to about it. And ever since then, uh, he just hasn't been the same pitcher. His, his uh, his fastball command isn't there. Uh, his his curveball has always been devastating. It's always been the uh, the, the you know the best pit, one of the best pitches on the entire staff. If he can tunnel that out of his fastball, uh, his his curveball is just devastating. But we just haven't seen any of it be as effective ever since that crackdown uh, in the 2021 season. Yeah, it's, you know, this is a guy that's what had to adjust to that. He's had to adjust to the pitch clock. Um, so there's a lot going on there. And, you know, it's not, I guess it's not as simple as it looks just trying to get through one inning, throwing two pitches. I don't know if he needs a third pitch, but usually, you know, relievers, you know, they're not, they're not out there, you know, throwing like five, six, seven different pitches. They're going with their two best pitches and trying to get people out and, and being aggressive. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, this is, this is a, you know, an adjustment period. This is a, you know, and it's, and it's a, uh, and it's kind of a, I don't know if it's a crossroads for Karen check. He's still young. He's still, you know, he's still, uh, uh you know what is he? He's got. Uh, he's arbitration he's, eligible this year, yeah. and he's got one option remaining. He's got so, one option left. Yeah. So yeah, they if 
if they want to stash him down at, at AAA to start the season or at some point during the season, if the wheels fall off the cart, they can send him down and and keep working on him there. But but this just feels like he's had he's done that twice and. You know, you send him down a, a third time, and you might as well be looking to to, to deal him. Uh, is, is there a market out there for uh, you know a, a James Karinchak who you know can still pump it up there at 98 miles an hour and and has a devastating curveball, but can't seem to get things figured out between the years? Yeah, I think there's a market. There's always a team that's going to fig- say we can figure this guy out. We're we're a little smarter than his former team that we can get him straightened out. But you know, gee, I I just hate to give up on an arm like this, Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, I like what you said about the curveball. Listen, this is uh, his his uh, batting average against uh, 111, two two thirteen, one thirty three, and one forty. You know that from uh, you know that from 2023 to uh, you know when he made his debut in uh, 2019. So you know that that's that's a you know nobody's hitting that curveball and and the fastball you know is almost the same. 222 against uh, the fastball last season. 133, 194, 184. You know you know you. you it's it's that's hard to walk away from an arm like that, especially when he's he's your draft pick. He you've developed him, you know you've brought him to the big leagues. You know I think you 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 want to give him every chance possible to make you, to help your team to help to help you win games. Yeah, and uh, don't get me wrong. At some point, I'm sure he will pitch big innings uh, during the season for uh, for the Guardians. It's it's just a matter of how quickly can uh, you know, Stephen Vogt and and the rest of the uh, you know uh, the new guys on the bench there uh, start to trust him. I, I know, like you said, he's got uh, Carl Willis, you know, returning as his pitching coach. He's got a new bullpen coach in Brad Goldberg, so it'll be interesting to see how he adjusts there. I, I just think uh, Karachek hasn't been the same since uh, since Sweeney left, since Mike Sweeney left as the the bullpen coach and and went to Kansas City. Uh, I, I thought he he probably did his best work under Sweeney uh, when uh, when that was the the, the case there uh, as as the bullpen coach. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, you know, he kind of got off. To, he did get off to a tough start this past season. You know, first 13 games, he, he's got a 6.75 ERA. He's 0-3. You know, he, he's running into the pitch clock problems. Then, you know, the last his last 31 games, he kind of turned it around, Joe. He goes 2-2 two and two with a 3.00, you know, 3.0 uh, ERA, um, you know, 31 games, uh, you know, so – 27 innings. I mean, he, you know, he, he kind of, you know, he, he kind of got back on the right track, but you know, that, that was a lot of, with, the, with a lot of ups and downs too, you know, going back and forth between, between uh, Cleveland and Columbus. So, you know, I think he needs to really kind of just kind of, you know, establish himself in the big leagues and, you know, just, you know, go wire to wire and, and, you know, give yourself a chance to make adjustments at the big leagues and, you know, not have to play those mind games when he gets sent down. 
Yeah, and it, it just feels like he's a, a guy who, who needs to figure things out maturity-wise and, and uh, you know, what he prioritizes, I, I guess. And, hey, just wanted to remind our listeners about Subtext, our subscription texting service. Uh, you can sign up by going to cleveland.com slash subtext or by sending a text message to 216-208-4346. Guardian Subtext is a great way to stay on top of all the updates throughout the offseason uh, as we get ready for spring training. And anything we find out about James Karinczak, we'll, uh, we'll let you know first uh, via subtext. Myself and Hoinsey uh, on the daily just posting our thoughts about the, the, the club and uh, what we expect from them for this season. Uh, looking forward to it and looking forward to hearing from you guys uh, on subtext. Once again, $3.99 a month to subscribe. Uh, go to cleveland.com slash subtext for more information. Now, uh, this past season, when he was up with the big league club, he had taken to uh, maybe sort of maybe sort of trying to clear his mind a little bit, maybe trying to to get a little more centered, uh, because on more than one occasion, pretty much every day, uh, you'd get up to the press box early in the day, about three o'clock, three thirty, and and you'd look out in left field, and there would be James Karinchak in nothing but a uh, a pair of black running shorts, uh, shirtless and shoeless, and uh, stretching and doing yoga, some sort of Pilates, uh, posing uh, in the sun out there, uh, just uh, sort of getting in touch with the earth and and feeling the grass in his toes. Hoinsey, uh, did did that sort of maybe contribute to his uh, his sort of turning things around there later in the end of the season? <laughs> I don't know, Joe. That was that was a unique program. I talked to him about it. You know, I and he and like you were saying, he's he's barefoot out there running sprints, barefoot. And he goes and he told me he liked to feel connected to the earth. You know, he, he felt his power came from the earth. You know, that was a good uh, starting point. But and he was doing yoga. And he was doing you know I don't know what what the warrior pose. I'm not sure what he was doing out there. But, downward you know, face, downward facing dog. Yeah, that was his yeah, favorite. Yeah, that's right. And, but, uh, you know, God, you know, no one can ever question that he's not a hard worker. You know, the guy is in, he's in tremendous shape. He's, uh, he's always running, you know, he's always trying, trying to, you know, you know, working on himself, working on his body. Now he's just got to, you know, he's got to conquer the, uh, what happens on the mound. I don't know, Hoinsey, when you, when you get some writer's block, when you, uh, when, when you run up against a, a story that you're having trouble writing, do you ever, you ever just take off your shoes and wander the press box to feel the, uh, feel the earth between your toes there? Is that, the, that ever help you, uh, figure things out? No, I, I just try I mean, to find a wall and bang my head against it. I, I, I don't think anybody would want you to take your shoes off in the press box. No. That'd probably be a big mistake. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, what, how far can this Guardians bullpen go if Karen Check goes back to being the Karen Check of 2019, uh, you know, 2020, the, the, the effectiveness that that he had shown, uh, you know, prior to all of everything basically going haywire? Yeah, I think it's critical, Joe. I mean, you know, Stefan, uh, you know, Trevor Stefan kind of took a step back this past season. Now, that might have been physical. You know, a little bit of that had to do with, I think, his back injury. But still, you know, he, he kind of took a step back. You know, if you have Karinczak right behind him, maybe he can, you know, 
get into the, you know, take over the eighth inning and or the seventh or eighth inning, give you some quality innings late in the game. You know, you really need that. To, or, or, you know, so, you know, I think there's always going to be an opening for a guy like that with a good arm, but you have to throw strikes. You you can't, you know, you can't keep putting, you know, give giving, uh, you know, batters free bases. You just can't do that late in the game, uh, you know, when, when in, in a tight game. At, at, at this point right now with, you know, without any trades happening or anything going on, uh, you've got Class A back there. You've got Scott Barlow back there. You've got Trevor Steffen, Sam Hentges, uh, who's who's also been, you know, highly effective the last couple of seasons uh, late in games. Uh, so so really, like what you said earlier on, the, on this podcast, James Karinczak is going to have to fight for his not only his spot on this roster, but his his innings and and uh, his opportunities uh, to get get out there and pitch if he does make the team. So this is a big year for James Karinczak moving forward into 2024. Uh, a guy who, like we said, had had you know had all the indications and all the promise of uh, you know a, a standout uh, back end of the bullpen kind of guy uh, for years for this team. Uh, now there's there's just just these big questions. What does a big, uh, what does a successful 2024 season look like for James Karinczak? Yeah, I think he's got to first, uh, you know, he's got to win a spot in the bullpen. Second, he's got to stay there. Third, he's got to be effective. Um, you know, I'm looking at the baseball reference projections for uh, 2024. They've got him at three and three with a 3.75 ERA, 48 innings, 58 strikeouts, 24 walks. You know, uh, 1.29 whiff, uh, 10.9 strikeouts per nine, 4.5 walks per nine. Well, if if that whiff number is uh, is anything like what they're predicting, then uh, that that's going to be a, a big problem for uh, for Karen Jack, I think. Uh, but the the strikeouts per nine, uh, I think they could deal with that. Uh, yeah, I, I that's a, a successful looking 2024 might be north of those uh, yeah. those 48 innings. I, I would expect, you know, maybe somewhere uh, an overwhelmingly successful uh, season would be somewhere north of 50 innings, maybe even closer to 60 for him. But uh, again, that all depends on James and, and whether or not he can, you know, sort of uh, command that strike zone and, and rein in those uh, those home runs. Uh, all right, Hoinsey, that's going to wrap up our look at James Karinczak for the 2024 season. Uh, hopefully uh, we, we get a chance to see James out there. Uh, and, and looking like the 2019-2020 uh, the James Karinczak that we've uh, grown accustomed to. Uh, we will be back uh, in the new year with some more of these breakdowns, uh, finishing up the 40-man roster as we look ahead to the 2024 season. And we'll talk to you then. All right, Joe. 